Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm your host Matthew and let's talk about today's game which was the 4-0 defeat away to Liverpool in the Premier League. Um, so I'm going to be changing a bit of the format in this episode, there's no reason to do play ratings. Um, there's maybe two, maybe three players to pick out that did something today. Um, where, where, where do I, where do I even start with this one? I mean, there's what, there's a difference between, because I think we all knew whether you're Ralph or the, the players, us fans, commentators, whoever is involved in this game. I think we all knew that we weren't getting anything out of this game today, right? I think we can all kind of agree with that. Whether you're a Liverpool fan, you're a United fan, Arsenal, Chelsea, if you don't support anybody and you just watch football, whatever. Just like the the differences between form and this isn't even this isn't even a situation where you can say like, oh, Liverpool players, well, of course they're better. And, you know, it hurts me to say that, like, of of course Liverpool are a better team at the moment. And I hate Liverpool. I really, really hate Liverpool as a team. Um, They've been brought up that way, obviously, supporting Man United. And, I mean, I can say the obvious thing, which is I was disgusted by these players today. But you just kind of notice in this game... There's a different there's a difference between being outplayed and just not doing anything. There was long stretches of the first half and some of the second half where our players were just walking around. And there was a point in the game, I don't know whether it was the two I think they were they were two up at half time, weren't they? Whatever it was. Yeah, they two two goals in, in each half. I think it was when Liverpool went 2-0 up. Um, or at some point during the, the, the early part of the first half. And you could actually look at this game and you could think, what is happening in this game? And what, what I mean by that is... Because you could, you could talk about, like, oh, Liverpool weren't in fifth gear. No, they weren't in fifth gear. Liverpool weren't even in first gear. They 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 didn't even to use a car metaphor. All, all Liverpool needed to do was unlock the car door and sit in the car and close the door. They, they didn't they didn't even have the engine on. Let, let alone being in neutral or first gear, second gear, third, fourth, fifth gear, whatever. And Man United didn't even get in the car. They they just. What's what's so what's so specifically shocking about this game is it got to a point where I was like one one or two now whatever point in the first half you want to point out, and I wondered what was going on in the game, like genuinely happening in the game because Liverpool were having the ball, yeah they had seventy five percent possession, whatever you know, did, did we really expect any less possession for them? And the Liverpool Liverpool part the players are just part they're just knocking the ball around like like they're not like they're at a training session, like they're ready to like they're getting ready for the training session. Like imagine the Liverpool players get into the training ground a little bit earlier than Klopp or whatever, and they're just walking along with the ball. 
don't really need to do anything with it. Just walking along with it, you know. Um, they're not being told anything yet by Klopp. You know, they're 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 just walking around with the ball. That that's how Liverpool ended up playing, and that goes back to kind of the car metaphor, which is that they they had the car engine on, but they they didn't need to do anything with the car. That they, they could just put a blanket over them and just sleep in the back seat with with, with the car on. They had the engine on because they were scoring goals. May United didn't get in the car, and I was really really just surprised and shocked at just. When that was happening in the game, and maybe I shouldn't have been surprised, maybe I shouldn't have been shocked, maybe I should have expected all of this. What I expected to happen was, okay, Liverpool probably going to put a few a few goals past us, and that's not a, a nice thing to 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 be expecting. I I sh- I shouldn't be watching any game as a Man United fan. I don't I don't care if we're playing Huddersfield, Barcelona, Leeds, Liverpool, whatever. I I should never ever. Switch on a Man United game and think, oh no, we're we're really likely gonna lose. You might think like, oh, this might be a really tough game. You know, what 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 can what can we do to stop Liverpool? You know, oh, we can do this or that. You know, we we got we got a chance. It's gonna be a tough game. What what can we do? No, no. Th- th- this was just me switching on the game, thinking it was almost uh, like because I I was I, I was surprised by the first goal, not because they scored. The manner of which we defended with the first goal. But when the second, third and fourth went in. I might have given a little like ugh. But I think when the second one went in. Maybe the third one went in. I just sat there. Because I just thought well uh, am I supposed to be shouting? Am I supposed to be surprised? Because the players weren't. The players weren't. And I suppose it's reached a certain point, and I've you know listened to certain people talk about May Night at the moment and the the emotional investment. And I suppose you've got to ask the question of like, and it's it's a question that I would say no to. But if the players are putting in this lack of well, not even lack of effort, no effort. There was no effort because they walked around the pitch. They walked around the pitch. Now, if you're if you're in a, I suppose I get, should get back to the question thing. If these Man United players don't care, which some of them do, a few of them do, a, a very few handful selection of them do, but most of them didn't care and they didn't try today. Most of them didn't. And I suppose the question that was been asked is like, okay, if those players aren't caring about what's going on, why should we as fans? But we should bo- both sets of those people should care. But it wasn't even one of those things. This was like a diff. This was like a different game. This was at a different kind of level where it was sort of. I can't even sit here and say like, "Oh, Man United, Man United had a lack of trying because they didn't. They did. This didn't. They didn't try. Um. I was just really surprised, and again, maybe I shouldn't have been. Maybe I should have expected it, but I never expected to see a Liverpool game. Like, you got your everyday games, your Everton's, you know, West Ham, uh, Aston Villa, um, Norwich, Burnley. You know, those kind of everyday teams that you play. They're, they're not rivals, they're just another team in the league that you play, right? Or your your Newcastles, those sorts of teams. But when it gets to a Man City or a Liverpool, your big rivals, there's like another level of of, like... Of rivalry there, you know, 
I mean, you've got like your your big games. Like if you've got like we had the um, Atletico Madrid game. What was it like a month or so ago? That is a situation where it's like a okay, big game. Was it quarterfinal or whatever? Uh, no, it wasn't quarterfinal. The one before that, round of sixteen. Round of sixteen. You know, big game, big stage, Champions League. But Atletico Madrid not a rival. They got Suarez in their team, who's a rival player. But they're not a Man City and a Liverpool. But as much effort as you put into those other games, which I expect effort in those other games, those, you know, whether it's Atletico Madrid, Everton, Norwich, whoever, right? But I expect an extra level of effort when it could, these are derby games. These, these, these are what, these are the games that you sign up to Man United. When, when you're signing that contract as a Man United player, you look at those games and you think, can't wait to play against Liverpool, Man City, get stuck in, play for the shirt, Get some slide tackles in. Not get yourself sent off. Maybe you can pick up a book in here and there. You know, things are going to get tasty. It's a rival game. You want to be running around, closing people down, shouting at each other. It's a rival game. You know, shouting at the other uh, other players. Not like a harmful or violent level. This isn't like a Celtic Rangers thing. Because uh, game those games can get a little bit violent. But you expect a certain... Like you... It's so it's so bizarre to me because with these types of games you expect an extra level of effort, but in this in this game it was like completely the opposite. It was an extra level of not putting in effort, whatever the opposite of what I just said would be. I could not believe that there was long stretches of these games where these players were actually they were actually walking around on the pitch. You know when a game ends, right? When the match finishes and the players stop running around, you know, whether it's a win-loss draw or whatever, the players stop running around and they walk off the pitch, you know, or, or they walk around, they swap shirts, do whatever they're going to do, speak to the other players, maybe, you know, managers come on the pitch, they speak to other players, um, the man of the match takes the match ball from the from the referee, um, who I imagine was probably Salah today. Um, that's when I expect you to walk around, or when you're walking on the pitch, you know, when, when crowd is singing, players are coming out, um, obviously if it's, if it's an England game, you sing the, the, the national anthem when the players line up and stuff, that's when I expect, that those are the only two instances where I expect the players to walk, when they're walking into the game and on the pitch, and when they're walking off the pitch, and into the changing rooms and whatnot, and walking back onto the coach to leave, that's when I expect them to walk around, I do not expect these players to expect these players to walk around not only in a in a normal game but in a derby i couldn't believe i i was really quite i I was also confused by the mentality of doing that because i was looking at like whether liverpool win it our box their box middle of the pitch left side right side of the pitch and there were so many instances where i would look at you name any player on this team and i was thinking why aren't you running towards that player trying to close him down? Why aren't you getting stuck in? Why aren't you at least chasing? Like, fair enough, you know, if 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 we're chasing the ball in this game, Liverpool decide to, you know, actually put the car into a gear and start playing, playing, you know, and we're, we're running after the ball and closing it down, but Liverpool are still knocking the ball around, I would at least give that a bit more, okay, you, you tried, you know, fair enough if Liverpool are knocking the ball around us, but we're running after their players, but they're still beating us. At least you can then say that you've tried and that you've actually run around on the pitch. You've actually, like, tried some slide tackles. You've tried to block some passes, read the game, 
properly. Um, it, it just, yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I just, and what I don't really blame Liverpool for is when they re- they sort of realised that we were doing that, and then they just started kind of walking around and knocking the ball around. And I thought, what is going on here? Why am I? Why am I seeing? this why am why am i watching a liverpool game against a liverpool derby game against man united and everybody's walking around the pitch it was very strange actually um but there was such a lack of confidence lack of mentality and i just couldn't believe that they were walking that that's that's the one that's the one uh, other than saying the usual things which was we were bad we it wasn't even the case that we were bad because being bad at something is at least trying to do it you know, you you can try to do something and not succeed, and then maybe if you keep trying, you realise that you're bad at something. Maybe depends what it is. But being bad at something requires you to well, depends on what exactly you're talking about. Being bad at football, let's use a football example. Being bad at football requires you to try to attempt at it. These players, these players didn't attempt. They did. They didn't. They didn't start. Um. So I, I, I won't even say, obviously the team was bad, but I wouldn't even really label the team as bad. I would just label them as just, they just weren't doing anything. Um, and I kind of thought, you know, it was sort of the 20th, 30th minute and they're walking around the pitch. And I was thinking, you lot have got like the rest of the 15 minutes of this half and then 45 minutes of the next. You've got loads of time. You've got like an hour left to play. Why are you walking around the pitch? Okay, fair enough, you will likely lose this game to Liverpool you know the odds are not in your favour but just try at least run around do something um and yeah I know we we sort of sprung into it well I wouldn't even really say sprung into action Sancho came on the pitch and he started running with the ball um and you know something that was a really really big telling point for me in this game as well um we're really late in the game right and um, I'll talk about the first goal in a second. I'm not really d- going to do like the proper summary today. Um, so when was it? Uh, Hannibal was brought on in the 84th minute. A bit late, but you know we'd already lost the game. There was another goal after that, but Hannibal came on. Cool to see him. To see, I mean, he didn't. We didn't really get to see what he was about today, but we did see something from him. He came on. He it was brought on for a langer. Doesn't it really doesn't matter. You could you could have subbed him on for the hair. It wouldn't have made any difference. Um, he was brought on, and I immediately saw him running. Okay, he might not have like got the tackle in. He might not have passed the ball well. He wasn't even really on the pitch for that long. He really only had the ball. I think he had the ball once, and then later on, Maguire made a bad pass to him. Uh, because he's like eighteen years old. This is his first like. Senior appearance. Okay, he's probably going to lose the ball in that situation. But it was really, really telling to me. And this is where this is where this get back gets back to like care and effort. Just fun, just fundamental. You're not talking about like who's scoring the most goals or the quality of the players. You're just literally talking about quality and effort and not quality, effort and care. Which is really basic fundamentals that your team should have. I don't care if you're a team who's going to get relegated from League 2. Or somebody who's like Liverpool that might win the quad. Or whatever. I don't think they'll actually win the quad. But they obviously they, they could. But I'm just talking about different levels of teams. 
the minimum you should be doing in this type of in this line of work which is playing football is to care and to try whether or not you're actually good whether or not you're good at passing or decision making or shooting whatever that's a different thing care and effort is your your first things he came on the pitch and um okay didn't get tackling or, or things like that started running around started att- half attempting to close a couple of liverpool players down he started pointing i'm not sure what he was pointing at started pointing at a couple of things Maguire's our captain. I don't see. I, I see him pointing at people to um, now and again to get other people to take responsibility for his stuff. But it's just so telling to me that for eighty-five minutes, this team didn't try and didn't care, apart from, like I said, Sancho's little spell. And he comes on the pitch, and the first thing he does is he starts running around, whether or not he's running on the right direction towards the right players making the right decision as to where he should be running but he looked like he gave a shit he looked like he was at least doing something and that's more that you can say for most of these players today um and he started pointing he might not be pointing at the correct things or saying the correct things i don't know what specifically he was doing but you get my point you know he came he, he didn't get brought on and start strolling around the pitch or walking around the pitch you know, with his arms down by his side, not doing anything. He wasn't doing that. Um, is he, you know, is he a good player for the future? I have no idea yet. Because we still don't really know how good he is. But he came on and he looked like he gave a shit. And he was doing something. And for 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 a, for a player, because we got most, I mean, obviously you got the Ronaldo situation. And by the way, condolences to Ronaldo. Um... And uh, his family, obviously, uh, for those of you who um, may or may not have seen the news, he um, he and his wife uh, lost a child. Um, I believe it, it it was yesterday, I think, that the news came out. And obviously wasn't in the, you know, wasn't going to be able to play today because of that. So condolences go to his family. Um, and we wish him, wish both him and his family all the best and everything. It's probably a horrible thing to go through. Uh, obviously, I've not experienced that for myself. But, um... Yeah, he's probably hurting. Him and his his family are probably hurting quite a lot right now. So, um, yeah, wishing him and his family all the best. Um, Aside from that, um, you know, you had Rashford on there. You had Bruno Fernandes. Harry Maguire is supposed to be the captain. You had Victor Lindelof and Emmanuel Matic. Um, Okay, Alanga's still kind of young-ish, kind of new. He's been playing for a couple of months, but he's still kind of new. Yeah, Diego Delo, Wambasaka, they've been around for a few years now. Um But Hannibal was the one that looked like he cared. Hannibal, who was brought off the bench. These are his first first team minutes. First five first team minutes. And he was the one that looked like he cared. Not Rashford, not Bruno, not Matic, not Maguire, not Lindelof, not Wambasaka, not Delo. Um d- see De Gea cared but the difference is with De Gea he had no choice but to be involved because he got four goals shot past him and you've seen a lot of times this season with De Gea um, because obviously he's the one that gets the footballs kicked towards him when the opposition is trying to score 
he's on the camera a lot, obviously. Um, the amount of frustration I see from De Gea is completely justified because he's got a crap defence in front of him. But yeah, um, yeah, I just I just couldn't believe it. But there you go. Anyway, um, I try to do. I want to remember the goals, analyze them. Um, I suppose what I'll talk about next is uh, Diaz's goal because that that was the one that stood out to me. The, the others were all kind of standard. Like, sure, they scored another goal. I'll talk about that, and then I'll talk about the Pogba substitution. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for kualu and the amazon affiliate link if you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show so the diaz goal is in the first five minutes um that one really particularly surprised me i'll tell you why i think it was tiago Makes one pass. We're playing a back five. And two. um, I guess you could say midfield players. Pogba's not a DM. Well he was against Norwich. But he's not a DM. Matic is. But we're playing five at the back. Two players in front of them. Which is Pogba and Matic. So seven players in defensive positions. Thiago takes out. I'm pretty sure it was Thiago. Takes out all of those players. With one pass goes through to Salah and guess what yet again we can see the goal from a ball across the face of goal a ball that is crossed into the box what did I say in the Norwich podcast Uh, because that was how we conceded basically both the goals why can't we sort this problem out and great today is a bit of a different context different situation obviously it's Liverpool but I just, 
when that first pass goes into Salah, you know, when I mean, the phrase like, oh, my jaw was dropped is a little bit cliche and a little bit silly, but I was sort of, I had my, I had my mouth open a little bit, you know, gaping mouth kind of thing. Because I just immediately thought, what the hell is this defence doing? Why is there so much space there? It wasn't it wasn't just the fact that Salah was clearly unmarked. There's no way, no one anywhere near him. And we played five at the back. Why is nobody anywhere near there? And interesting thing, I mean I don't know if I'm particularly wrong about this. One one thing I said about the Norwich goals, um, which obviously were were two that were kind of passed in from the side. Is that, is that our defence, obviously we usually play a back four. Our defence has usually got the problem of... Um, what's it called? It's got the problem usually of the team plays the ball down one side and our defence drags itself over to that side of the pitch. It leaves space on the other side. The opposition knock the ball over to the other side to one of their teammates who's in free in space, in, in loads of space, and they're able to score. That's not quite what even happened here. Um, I mean, there was loads of space for for Salah, and obviously he runs down the wing. He's a very fast player. Knocks it over to uh, Diaz, I think his name is. Easy goal, very easy goal. First five minutes. Um, usually, you can criticise Man United's defence for not having a high enough line, for not pushing high enough up the pitch, and actually, you know, pressing. If we remember what that is, pressing, because we didn't do any of that today. Um, I don't think I don't think any player got pressed once in this game. Obviously, there was some tackles that went in, but they weren't through what I would call pressing. But why is there so much space on that side? Why is nobody? Salah is Liverpool's best player. Um, they've got some players that I rate, some players that I don't rate as much, but some players that I rate. Salah is clearly a dangerous player, one that's going to well. I, I, did he score a hat trick today? Um, one, two. No, we got he got two. Mane got one, and Diaz got the other one. Got two goals against us. Um, he's he's I think he's the league's highest scorer, isn't he? Why aren't we marking him? Why aren't we marking him? Why was nobody anywhere near him? Now you can put this on because I um, who did we have in defence? You can put it on. Well, you can't really put it on, that on the right side of the defence because I wouldn't expect one Basaka to mark Salah. But if you want to talk about the the three players, so Delone, Lindelof, Maguire, right? You can kind of leave Jones and Wambasaka out of that because they're more on the right side. Nobody's marking him. Why has he got so much space? What? And that that was maybe the only time we did run in the game because the players realised, oh shit, the ball's been played through. We haven't stopped it. Haven't done anything to stop it. And uh, oh, we should probably run after Salah. For the ball. Um, but that was their first goal. So, And then the others were just typical kind of whatever goals. But yeah. Um, so I suppose the other thing to talk about. Uh, Pogba got subbed off because he was injured. Uh, Lingard was brought on. I, I just... <sighs> just... I saw... Because I actually... Did I look at the bench before the game? I don't think I did. I usually do, but I don't think I did for some reason. Either that or I forgot who was on the bench. And you just... 
I I looked at that substitution, and because they showed they cut the camera over to Lingard on the side, I was like, oh, is that because we gone one nil down and we're changing formation? Like, are we taking off a defender to bring on a winger? Um, I wasn't quite, I didn't quite notice that Pogba was injured. And then it cuts over because I'm like, okay, what? Who's Lingard coming on for? Um, Sancho was also on the bench. And I'm just thinking, is this the point that we've got to? Like, we're we're subbing, so we're subbing off an injured player, who some people think he was faking his injury, who is leaving to substitute on another player who is also leaving. Because next season, none of those two players will be an option. They will have left the club and gone somewhere else. And what you just have to ask why you're in that situation. And, like, why is it Lingard that we've got to call up upon? Why? Um, it just, yeah. And I, I'm watching these two, you know, they give, like, a little handshake and they, they exchange whatever. Um, you know, they, they exchange places on the pitch. I looked at both of them, you know, when they shake hands and probably say something or whatever. And I'm looking at both of them doing that. And I'm like, both of you are leaving. You know? Uh, yeah. That just added an extra level of, you know, annoyance. Um, so is Pogba faking an injury? Do you know what? I, I wouldn't usually say this. Because I remember when... I remember earlier in the season... And I'll stick by what I said at the time. I remember earlier in the season... This must have been before January. It was probably around December or so. Because it was when Martial was still here. There was a game that we played. I can't remember who it was against. But there was some news that came out... Before the team selection... That Martial was injured at one point. I can't remember what the actual truth was. And... Uh, apparently his girlfriend or wife, I'll just say partner, I don't know if they're married. His partner at the time put out a little video and was like, Marshall isn't injured, Ralph is lying. And everyone was a bit confused. And I remember reading... Um, I think I read something after the game. Actually, it might have been a different game. I remember reading something after the game like, oh, Marshall wasn't involved today because... Um, he, he did like didn't feel like it or something, and I remember saying at the time, of like, you're being paid to play for this club. If you're not suspended or injured, or if you're not cup tied, like if you're obviously you know if you're Donny or something, and, and you're on loan and you play for Everton, you can't play against us. If there's not a good reason that you can't play, so injury, suspension, cup tied, or you've got like a family situation or something, and you just I don't want to play. Then that's a terrible thing to do because you're being paid. I can't remember what Marshall's wages are. You're being paid a lot of money. You're a professional footballer who should be playing for this club. I just got a bit of a sense of a look from Pogba of like I'm kind of out. You know, we know he's going anyway, but um. So this idea of like, because what was the score at the time? It was only one nil at that point. Pogba was subbed in the tenth minute for Lingard. Uh, Diaz scored in the first five minutes. So can you blame hypothetically? If you can you blame can you blame Pogba if he's looking at this and he's thinking, okay, maybe he has got a knock. Maybe he could play on, but he has got a knock. Should he play on? And that kind of thing. 
if you're Pogba, let's put ourselves in Pogba's shoes for a second. If you're Pogba and you're thinking, my team's going to probably lose this game. Because nobody on, in this team is trying. Because they're all walking around. I've got a bit of a knock, maybe. He, he was hobbling a little bit, wasn't he? Could he have been faking his hobbling? Was he actually hobbling? Um, he looked like he was. I'm just saying you can fake that. I'm just asking as to whether he is. If you look at Pogba's situation, he's 29 years old. I think he's almost 29 years old. Coming up to the prime slash end-ish point of his career. Wants to win more things. He's not going to do that here. He's not going to do that this season. He's not going to do that in the next... How many games we've got left? Six, seven, something like that. He's not going to do any... He's not going to achieve anything in those next six, seven games. Got the World Cup coming up. He's going to want to play in that. Because France are actually a good team. They won the... They won the um, Last one, didn't they? And then obviously Italy went on to win uh, Euros. So a very successful France team. You know, you got Benzema, you got Mbappe, you got Kante, you got Varane. Pogba himself is in there. Good team, very good team. Could he look at that situation and think, "I've got a bit of a knock. I'm going to request to be subbed off and just kind of miss the rest of the season." One, because. You're putting yourself in the shop window in the summer. Anyone can come and pick you up for free, basically. Uh, whether it's going to be Real Madrid, Juventus, whoever, right? So you might be looking at that and thinking, you know, if I stay on this pitch and I get a, I worsen my injury, teams might look at you and think, oh, you're injured, we don't really kind of want you. Because that can happen sometimes. Even though I remember when we bought, we bought Rooney and he was injured, but we really wanted him, obviously. And you could also be thinking, yeah, World Cup, I could actually win that. Um, I'm not going to win anything at May United. He's not going to win anything else at May United because he's leaving. Could win the World Cup with France. Pretty big deal. Be their second World Cup in a row. Good achievement. I don't entirely blame him for doing that, if that's the case. Now, do I actually think that he's faking his injury? No, I think he did get a knock and he was being subbed off. Um, so all of the hypothetical aside, I yes, I do think he was injured because he was hobbling. Um, some of you might think like, oh, you, you're being stupid. He's faking his injury. He wants to play for France. Fair enough. If you want to think that, I don't. I don't think you're completely wrong. But I don't think he's faking his injury. Um, but I w- given the circumstances and the situation and the game that he was playing in. Because to be honest, whether you are able to start with Ronaldo or Cavani or if McTominay plays in this game or Shaw plays instead of Tellers or you know, Tellers plays or whatever or Henderson plays, in, or if Henderson plays, we're probably getting more goals. If Henderson's playing or Fred's playing or McTominay's playing or Donny or Martial or Hannibal starts, we're probably still losing this game. So regardless of like, oh, we would have done better if Pogba was on the pitch, I doubt it. Because I doubt that if you really changed any of that team today, we probably still would have lost. I'm not trying to be negative, I'm just trying to be realistic and honest. Uh, but no, I don't think he was faking his injury. So, yeah. Um, That's pretty much everything to talk about, really. There, there's not any need for me to be like angry and sit here for another 20 minutes being like, Oh, Maguire's shit and all this and all that. And I'm really angry and disgusted by the team and all that kind of stuff. And obviously those feelings are there, but... As, as certain fans have been saying as well, there's no reason for us to get worked up about the situation. Because these players aren't getting worked up about the situation. And if they're not doing that, then, I mean, we should still care. Yes, I still care. I'm still annoyed. 
and you know confused and shocked and all that kind of stuff but there's no need to get worked up and angry about it because these players aren't getting worked up they didn't get worked up whether it's worked up in an angry way or in a passionate way or whatever players just didn't try today so why should we get worked up and angry about it you know uh, we're going to move on got Arsenal on Saturday that's a game that is I wouldn't say more important than us because I wouldn't uh, more important than Arsenal but um, or Liverpool game but because obviously well we do have a rival history with Arsenal but Liverpool are like the proper rivals aren't they that's that's your, that's your derby Arsenal we've got history with obviously Vieira and Arsene Wenger and all that kind of stuff there's history there but Liverpool is the like get stuck in rivalry derby game but in terms of our situation because we're not competing with Liverpool Liverpool way way they're in the Champions League semi-final they've won the Carabao Cup they're in the FA Cup semi-final at the moment the top of the league obviously City have got a game in hand they're way 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 ahead of where we are which I don't like saying that but it's the truth um, Arsenal or who we're competing with at the moment in terms of the league they're the ones that are slightly ahead of us we could take over their spot We'd have to actually try. But. So what I'm saying in terms of the league situation. The Liverpool game means less than the Arsenal one does. Because we're not competing with Liverpool. We're competing with Arsenal. Every game matters. But Arsenal is a team that are closer to us. The one that we're actually trying to overtake. We can't and won't overtake Liverpool this season. But we can do it to Arsenal. On Saturday. So hopefully that makes sense. Anyway. Um. I'm sure everybody's got a lot of thoughts, feelings, and whatever. Because, um, I mean, uh, I don't have anything else left to say. I'm not doing player ratings. Um, I guess my man of the match would be Sancho. Shout out to Hannibal Medjbury. And I feel sorry for De Gea. That's, that's, my player, that's my player ratings for this episode. No sort of like zeros or tens or whatever. Just Sancho, probably man of the match because he tried. Shout out to Hannibal because he tried. And I feel sorry for De Gea because he's got a shit defence in front of him. You can just see how frustrated he's getting when they score the goal. I don't blame him though. I don't blame him because... Yeah, um, that's my player ratings this week. Or this this this, uh, this game. So, But I'll, I'll resume a proper show on... Uh, or proper episode on Saturday. Um, but hey, I did that when we lost 5-0 to Liverpool last time. I was like, I'm not doing player ratings because what am I supposed to even say? You know, um, but yeah. Anyway, those of you who I, I usually like to read, obviously we know who was starting the game and everything. Uh, so just to read out who was on the bench, um, I'm gonna say Jota. He doesn't play for us, does he? That's the other side. Uh, Eric Bailey again. Um, uh, Ganacho, 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 the the Argentine striker, uh, Argentina striker. Um, Henderson, uh, Dean Henderson. Obviously they've got one as well. Uh, Lingard, Mata, McTominay, Medjbury, Hannibal, Sancho, and then Tellers. Um, missing players at the moment. Uh, they had Firmino, who was injured. Not that they really needed him, because they won anyway. Uh, Cavani, calf injury. Fred, uh, Ronaldo, it says personal reasons, obviously. Um, Shaw, calf injury, and Varane, leg injury. Why are we getting so many leg-based injuries? Nobody's got, like, a broken arm. Not that I want the players to have a broken arm, but you've got calf... Well, hip is obviously below your legs, but it's the lower-ish part of your body. So Cavani, calf injury. So that's leg. Fred, hip injury. Just above the legs. Um, Ronaldo, well, personal reasons, different thing. Shaw, calf injury. 
legs. Varane leg injury. Well, legs. Why are these players all getting leg injuries? Why none of them got like a broken wrist or a broken... Or like a... What other football injuries can you get? Um, I don't know. Like concussion or something. Not, not that I want any of those things to happen to these players. And obviously your leg injuries are going to be the most common. But you can get other injuries. You can get like... Head injuries and stuff. And... Back injuries. Right, Rashford had a back injury. Really bad one, didn't he? Um, so yeah. Why why are the injuries all kind of the same thing? Apart from Fred's, which is a bit of a hip injury. Yeah. Weird. Anyway. Um, that's that. Uh, yeah. That's that for the episode. I'll be back for Arsenal, as I said. Uh, if you've got any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever you've got. Uh, you can send them in to matthewentertainmenttalk.org. Twitter eTalkUK, there's a contact page, information in your show notes. Um, oh, by the way, on happier notes, um, I did I did do something nice tonight. Yeah, I spoke to uh, Nikki Rapp. That was nice. Um, I have respect for Nikki Rapp. I, I really like her. Um, she was really nice to talk to. I don't really have respect for a lot of these players, but I have a lot of respect for Nikki Rapp. It was really nice to talk to her. Um, it was a bit weird the way I had to mix up my, my night, because obviously this game kicked off at 8 I was obviously filled with certain emotions. I had to sort of like let those go for a bit because I talked to Nikki Rap. Uh, it's just the way everything was scheduled tonight, but I talked to Nikki Rap for about an hour after this game, which was a bit strange to do. I was sitting here in a, with the main night top on, uh, talking to Nikki Rap about like Psychonauts and Walking Dead. Had great conversation. Really, really enjoyed my time. So I did do something nice tonight, which is good. Um, and then like posted the episode and then took myself back to the dark parts with um. Man United. So, yeah, if you want to hear that or whatever, um, yeah, I, I I did do something I enjoyed today. So, oh boy. Uh, but anyway, you can write in Matthew at Entertainment Talk org, Twitter E Talk UK, contact page information in your show notes. There's a big email box on the website version of the episode. You can use that as well, and a clickable email name if you would like to use that. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, games, films, May Night podcast. Check out all of those. Like I said, Nikki Rap episode, check it out. It's available right now to re listen to on the website, so check that one out. Um, you can find us, yeah, podcast platforms, entertainment talk, entertainmenttalk.org. Check out everything that we're doing on those places. Uh, if you want to find out your newest TV and film news, um, David's got you covered over on... Sorry, if you want to also um, support us in different ways, you can listen to more episodes that we've done on the places I just mentioned. You can also tell other people about our content, either by just telling them or using social media. You can also use Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast review options if you'd like to do that as well. That's how you can support us. Uh, if you want your TV and your film news, as I was about to say, geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio for your TV and your film news. Uh, Geektown Radio, today's episode is out, available to be listened to, uh, so check that out, geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio, just search for Geektown on your favourite podcast platforms. Geektown Radio episodes come out on Tuesdays, look out for those. If you want to see what Bex is up to, she's uh, obviously she streams regularly on Twitch. You can also find her posting uh, pictures at the moment of a convention thing that she's doing, I think it's like a disco... 80s something or other uh, you can find all of her content just search for Trista B-Y-T-E-S across uh, Twitter Instagram and Twitch obviously Twitch is where she streams Twitter and Instagram are where you can see the posts and things so check out what she's doing over there if you want to follow my um, 
uh, Twitch streams, they're over on eTalkUK over on Twitch. And if you've missed any of the archive streams or you want to find the game clips, uh, not just from COD, I've done a couple of Star Wars ones and some other stuff as well. Entertainment Talk plays over on YouTube for that. Alright, that's everything for that. I shall see you next time. Goodbye.